just so happens to be comics. Yep, that's right. Finally getting around to taking on that live review. And I hope you guys are excited. Let's hop right into it. get into it okay so comics i have been wanting to do an episode like this forever i actually wanted to do several episodes like this so yeah i i did have a problem with just doing this episode for some reason it took me way too long to just sit down and you know just do it you know um because there was stuff I was reading in the past, and I was like, oh, yeah, this is kind of cool. But I don't know if it was, like, episode-worthy or something, and then I just asked a bunch of questions, like, should I do an episode on this? Should I go read this? Should I... or whatever. And I low-key probably was just asking myself too many questions. So, we are here with a few things that I have been reading, and also, you know, with a few things I plan on reading. And, you know, hopefully those get into another episode. Like I said, I've been planning on doing something like this for a while now. Um, kind of plan on having, like, several of these out by now. But you know where we're at, so we're here now. And it's the first one, and I'm, I'm happy enough about that, so let's hop into it. So, the things that, you know, I've been reading... I'm first going to start out with these um, these two volumes of um, these things I picked up uh, first, and then I might get into this uh, single issue that I randomly pick up, because usually, you know, I'm about to go on 12 different tangents like we always do, but yeah, um, comic book shops, yeah, usually when I, you know, run into a comic book shop, it's usually like on an off day or something like that. I'm chilling at home, doing whatever, bored, and I'm like, yo, let's go check out what they got in there, see if we can find anything to read. Um, drive on down to Rick's, and that's the, that's the name of my uh, comic shop, and uh, yeah, we drive on down to Rick's, and I'm like, okay, cool, let's walk on in here, see what's happening. Um, I turn to my right, you know, I'm looking at all these single issues and stuff. I saw, like, Demon Days and all this other stuff that I kind of got interested in, or was wondering about. And uh, usually when I walk in to, and if you're wondering what Demon Days is, it's, um, it's like an X-Men, um, I'm pretty sure it's like an X-Men, uh, what's the word, spinoff, spinoff for the X-Men, where I'm pretty sure it's like their team, if they were like, if the story took place in like feudal Japan, <laughs> so yeah, imagine characters like Wolverine and them if they were born in that time type of thing which is kind of cool i picked up that first issue so that's in my bag sitting around here somewhere and i plan on reading that i also picked up uh you're gonna hear some ruffling i'm over here looking for stuff <laughs> like but yeah i also yeah i picked up man bat i picked up demon days and i also picked up sorry about that again um Okay, now I'm done. All right, I picked up Man Back. I picked up Demon Days for X Men, and then I also picked up uh, Donny Cates Venom. 
and you guys you guys know the venom is of course but i really wanted to read donnie's um uh run on it so i decided to get that that's probably like the most popular venom run right now at least um they've been talking about that a lot online and stuff like that i was like man i really need to get into this so i can see what what happened with this whole king venom this that and all this other crap so i was like yo i picked that up so i got the first volume of that sitting over there right now but i haven't read it so that's probably going to be in one of the upcoming episodes uh some other stuff that i picked up and just happens to be the things i'm going to be talking to you about is uh first uh oh no wait was i done telling my story with the what's his face oh yeah let's hop back to the comic book store yeah i hopped in the comic book store and i picked up all this crap right now usually when i'm in the comic shop i go in there with at least like two different things that i know for sure that i want to walk out with like something off of some long list that i have it back at home you know I got a bunch of like Google bookmarks and all this other crap everywhere um, of just stuff that I really want to read and get into. Um, so I usually go in there looking for at least two things off of that list and then usually walk out with maybe like one of those things and then a bunch of random crap. Um, this time around, I did happen to get both of uh, the things that I was looking for, uh, which at the time it was for Venom. So I got that and then this other... A comic book called Monsters Unleashed. It's a Marvel comic, and I just saw it one day. I think I was looking up something about a kaiju or some bullcrap like that online. Might have been looking up Godzilla, who knows, whatever. Um, <laughs> and I just happened to stumble upon this somehow, and I was like, bro, what is this? And I see a bunch of these, you know, giant monsters and stuff like that, stomping through cities, different cool art styles, all this other crap. Um, and the monsters look kind of dope. They, they look different. So I was like, yo, let me see what this is about. And I'm sitting here looking this stuff up, and I found out it was a Marvel comic called Monsters Unleashed. Um, so I picked that up, and I read the first volume. Not really thinking too much, but I knew for sure that I wanted to see a specific character. Um... And it was, so far, I'm not, I'm not gonna lie to you, it's, I don't know if the demographic, if, if that's the word, or the target audience might be, I don't think the target audience is necessarily me, but I do see the appeal in it, um, which is partially why I might have felt weird about reading it, because part of me is just like, I just want to see giant monsters, you know, but another part of me is like, should I be reading this? Like, I don't know, you know? Like, I couldn't tell at first if maybe, like, oh, maybe this is for, like, maybe a kid getting into comics or something type, something like that, you know? Um, which I feel like this would probably be a cool entry comic, like, for some reason, if you have, like, some, like, cousin or something, he's mad young, maybe, like, 10 years old or something like that, I don't know. And he, you're like, oh, I kind of want to get into comics, but I don't know what to get him. This isn't a bad choice, I don't think. You can get a million other things, too, but this one's not bad. Um, but yeah, this one, it's called Monsters Unleashed. Uh, Monster Mash is the first um, volume, it's name, and the uh, people that are on the front books are Bun, Baldion, and Box as the, you know, artist, writer, um, 
calling us all that good stuff or a team that happened to just like write on it so you know don't quote me on that but these are the people that kind of worked on it um on the front cover you see five different kaijus and the main character whose name is kid kaiju which i'm not gonna lie i i love that name it was a pretty great name um so this guy right here i'm pretty sure he's like what is he? He might be like 13 or 14, the main character. Um, you know, the first volume kind of starts out. There's a giant rampage and stuff like that going on with these odd-looking creatures just running everywhere, flying, chasing these people down a street or something like that. It looks like they're like... Yeah, they're in Salt Lake. Okay. they're in, So they're in Salt Lake City, just, you know, chasing around different, like, citizens and all that other crap. Um, and next you know, these guys kind of just like appear out of nowhere. I don't even think a portal appeared. These guys just kind of just zapped into existence somehow, <laughs> but they're there and they come to stop this, uh, first kind of like, you know, low level villain they kind of introduce at the beginning just to kind of like give you guys like a warm up to see what these characters are and how they do things. Um, so again, the main character's name, or code name, I guess, would be Kid Kaiju. His name is, his real name is Kei Kawade. And, um, I'm pretty sure he's lumped up with, not the X-Men, but I'm pretty sure he's in association with the Inhumans, I want to say. Um, which was another little, like, side group type of thing, or group of heroes and stuff that kind of took place within the Marvel Universe. And I'm pretty sure they also got their own show, but I don't think it did too well. Um... But yeah, he is a part of the Inhumans um, storyline, Kekawade. He's a pretty dope dude. I'm pretty sure he's like 13, 14 or something like that. And, um, the you know, the first volume of this is kind of just about his um, life, I guess. Kind of just going through having such a unique power and set of responsibilities that kind of came along with it. You know, the whole Peter Parker spiel. Um, he is... Okay, so let me see how to... Let's break this down a little bit. So, Kei Kawade, Kid Kaiju, right? He is a kid. He's kind of just going around life or whatever. He discovered that he has powers. And he just so happens to have the power of creation. Which is a pretty dope power. And you can see how such a strong thing coming from a little kid could probably cause him trouble in the future for whoever decides to get involved with him. Um, so yeah, he has the power of creation. He walks around in this like orange hoodie and jeans and he has a notebook with him and he just draws things in it and he has the you know ability to sit there and either bring to life um, or not bring to life well, in a way, bring life to. But um, he can summon existing creatures if he wants to. Or he can draw up a completely new one in his notebook and summon that to life. Which is a pretty dope thing um, that causes like a pretty interesting um, plot point and things like that later on in the book. Um, so yeah, he has the power of creation. That's a pretty strong thing. And he has five specific monsters that you know he kind of started out with that are kind of his like you know home team type of thing like these are his go-to guys that um 
are always kind well not not always around i guess but they're there to protect him they're on his side you know and these are you know these are his main his main characters um other than him um so yeah the kaiju's here i like their designs they're pretty dope i like k's design but part of me was wondering if they're gonna have like some weird sort of transition later on or something to maybe see if he ages up or something because you know i have no problem having a younger uh protagonist or anything um but i was just wondering if like they just keep him in like a hoodie and jeans or something like that just because you know he's a little kid or something i kind of do want to see if they end up giving him some cool super suit and i can understand why they wouldn't he's not necessarily like always up front you know punching people or nothing but i do feel like a cool super suit would it wouldn't hurt the story i don't think i think it would be nice to see um oh yeah back to the monsters he has this giant warrior lady which is probably my favorite she's this cool little alien like warrior lady extra tall of course because she's a kaiju of sorts and yeah she's she's there um he has like this giant orange and white robot it's kind of more on the dude bro side of things he's kind of like a i guess like a jock of the group type thing um oh yeah the thing about the warrior lady she's kind of cool just because she she talks like she's not um let me see she speaks english really weird like you know how like you probably used to watch like teen titans and stuff like that when you were younger and you would hear like starfire speak and you could understand everything she was saying, but you knew for sure that's just not how normal humans speak. That's kind of how I feel about the warrior lady when she talks. She kind of, like, gives several different, like, synonyms to, to a word that she might have used um, once and say all of those behind it to kind of nail in her point or whatever she was trying to say. Which, in some cases, it can be kind of funny. Um, but, you know, it's not amazing. But I do like the character, though. Um, another one is this thing that I thought was a lizard at first, but I kind of started looking at him a little more. And his character design is more that of a... I don't know if a mantis would be the right thing to compare him to. But he is a general type of bug-like character with some type of reptilian flair to it. It's it's odd to look at. You gotta kind of look... You gotta see the front cover to really understand but yeah he has like a bug-like character on his team he has little antennas red hands like those cool little insect wings pretty sure he has like four of them i think and then he has like his cool little fang things up in the front um i really like his character his character's com kind of like a comedy relief and stuff like that uh he says a lot of silly things he talks like um who is it? Who is that? This talks like that. I can't think of it at the moment. Sorry if my um, <laughs> you heard my phone ringing. Um, but yeah, uh, what was it? He he kind of says his name at the beginning of every sentence. That that type of guy. Um. Oh yeah, his name is Scrag. So if he's just like, oh, if Scrag is hungry, he'll just be like, yo, Scrag is hungry. <laughs> like that's kind of just how he talks. Then there is a dragon, just a straight-up dragon. He looked kind of like Fing Fang Foom, if you guys know who that is. It's another, like, um, he's another big creature in the Marvel Universe. He's been around for forever, actually. He's 
He's been around longer than some people. Some of you guys probably been alive. Um, he's like an older character, but he's basically like a space creature type thing that looks like a dragon but isn't. He's like a weird alien thing or something like that that just so happened to like come onto the scene. Um, I can't remember what year it was, man. That was forever ago. But yeah, um, Fin Fang Foom. He looks kind of like that because he has like the little ear type things, but they're like attached to his eyes and stuff. So there's like um. It's it's a cool like winged look around his eyes and horns and stuff like that, and he's he has like a cool like green and bluish type of color scheme to him. So he is a dragon, but he you know he has a few like you know creative liberties that were taken with his design. And I like it. And then there's just this big old beast, this big blue beast that can shoot electricity. This thing, <laughs> like I don't think he ever says anything either it's a funny thing he's almost comedy relief too he's just, his existence is kind of just like it's not wasted space if that's what you're thinking i guess like it's not anything like that but i do think it's funny that i don't think he talks much he kind of like groans and grumbles and makes zap noises because those are the sound effects that his body is just like naturally making because he's just this giant like he, he looks like a beast or something like that at first glance and then you kind of just notice that his body is just like kind of radiating arcs of electricity just popping off of him, you know? Um, yeah. And then there's the big old jock robot. <laughs> Other than that, I don't really think I could be like explain too much about it. He has like a cool, um, mechanical jaw type thing going on. Um, he has like four eyes, all that stuff. He's top heavy. So again, he puts that jock thing kind of up front about the character design, which I'm still pretty cool with. Um, but yeah, man, Kid Kaiju, Monsters Unleashed, that's the first thing I've been kind of reading as of late. The art and all that stuff, um, the art's pretty good, actually. I like the art. Um, it wasn't anything that blew me away, necessarily, but it did enough, it did enough for me. And, um, oh yeah, they had a few cool villains, um, in this um one was mole man which is kind of cool to see um i think i've probably seen him like maybe one other time ever <laughs> in anything um but that's more of my fault for not reading as often as a lot of people do but um yeah mole man's in this lady deathstrike is here which is a villain that i haven't really got a chance to like i knew she existed but i never had a chance to like read anything with her in it so that was kind of like a pleasant surprise so Lady Deathstrike, she's another like warrior lady type thing. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen like the new Guardians of the Galaxy like uh, game trailer or anything like that. But she's in that. If you're like wondering, like, dang, I don't know who's that, who is that? You could look her up too. But like, yeah, she's in that. Um, she'll be like one of the villains in the Guardians of the Galaxy game. Um, but yeah, Lady Deathstrike, she's cool. She's one of my favorite villains now. I kind of want to see more of her. Um, just a crazy tall warrior chick from some other planet. Pretty sure she's like the queen or prince of that or princess of that planet or whatever. And she was brought there to deal with Kid Kaiju, um, wielding a giant like ha axe or hammer or something like that. And genuinely has some or generally has some some pretty cool armor on. Um, I already kind of talked about his abilities and stuff like that but those things do end up causing him a little bit of trouble with um 
any antagonists and stuff like that that come into the scene later on because you know anybody that can just create things out of thin air I'm sure there's a lot of people that are going to want to take advantage of that ability and I'm sure it's going to bring some not so uh, good people around trying to take advantage of it so yeah there's that the kaiju designs again I'm pretty in favor of they're pretty dope um, and then you know yeah, I think that's about all of that really for my notes on that one. Yeah, just good. Just a, just a, it's a solid read. It's nothing that just blew my socks off or nothing, you know, but it's a solid enough read, I think, to where, you know, I could recommend it if you're, if you're just really into that type of stuff. You just like, you know, monster movies, all that crap, Godzilla, Rohan, all that good stuff. Um, what's that man's name? Not Giant Man. What is his name? Gosh darn it. He looks like he's wearing like one of those Super Sentai suits or whatever the heck they are. He's super tall. That Japanese dude. He has a show. I can't remember his name right now. Ultraman. If you like Ultraman, that type of stuff, that's cool. Um, I need to read Ultraman and then do an entire episode on that alone because I like Ultraman. Um, but yeah. Um... That was a pretty cool one. The second thing that I ended up picking up and reading is something that I actually picked up a while back, but finally got around to. Um, it is, I'm over here moving around a bunch. It is called Seven to Eternity. This one is not a Marvel or DC um, release. This one is by Image Comics. This is one of the other bigger comic companies you know, along with them, you know, Marvel, DC, IDW, all those guys, um, IDW doing all the Transformers and stuff like that, uh, but yeah, Seven to Eternity, Volume 1, God of Whispers, is the thing I ended up reading alongside the Monsters Unleashed thing, um, I picked it up, I remember the first day I picked it up, this was a different day, I walked to a comic book shop, I saw the art. That was the first thing that drew me in. So if you're looking for something that at least has pretty great art, this is one of them. Seven to Eternity is what it's called. Um, and it was, uh, it's this art's pretty dope. I just looked, I remember the first glance, I was just like, what is this thing floating above this guy? Who is this person flying in the back? Why does this guy look so weird? Who's this chick with the bow? Like, I just, like, I remember I just saw the art first, noticed how great the art was, and immediately had questions as to what the art was. Because, <laughs> yeah, it's just, like, it's great art with a bunch of just interesting things that took place within it. So, that drew me in immediately. I was looking at, I looked up to the comic book shop guy, like, the clerk ch uh, chilling over there at the, um at the cash register and I was like hey you know anything about this he's like oh yeah that's actually pretty darn good um and I was like oh man for real he's like yeah dude I'm loving the story right now I think you should probably check it out and this this and that and he was talking about the art too and all this other stuff and I was like bet so I saw this and the second volume so I just picked up one and two of this I've only read the first one so I plan on doing the second one and putting that in another video but um or episode and um yeah man this this thing was a solid read like a really solid read i i genuinely uh recommend this if you're looking for something that's just a little um 
if you like fantasy type worlds but like a slightly different like spin or something on it I feel like this is one to try out this one almost has that um man I wouldn't call it apocalyptic but things definitely aren't doing so well in in a in a sense of um how the world used to be just through a matter of like changes and stuff through the plot um there's just I don't know man this thing is it's different it really is like I I enjoyed the story a lot the art's great um the uh what's the thing called okay so I guess how to how do I explain this the story is very emotion driven that's something I decided to take note of um yeah whenever you're like first opening up the story and things and my ignoring me flipping through the book it's just me like jogging my memory and stuff but yeah it opens up with this note um that the character is writing about certain things it kind of sets the tone real nice and right after that it's like this scene of the main character and i think his daughter sitting here and the brushes in a jungle kind of looking like they're they're stalking something or hunting something um and the thing that they're hunting is humongous, by the way. Um, really cool creature design on here, too. Great character design. Everybody looks pretty darn dope on here, I'm not going to lie. But, yeah, they're opening up with that. They're hunting something. And, you know, something happens during the hunt. They have to rush back home, all this other good stuff. Um, but, yeah, it's, man... I don't. I almost don't even really want to go through the plot thing. So I usually do a good job of like running through a little bit of it. But like, man. Um. Let's see. I'm just trying to think of a way to break it down to you guys, like as simple as possible, without spoiling it. Um. Okay. Let's see. So, this main character here, man. He's. He's going through it, dude. He, he really is. Um, this story is no stranger to things such as death. They cover a lot of different darker um, plot points and stuff. Um, they're not really afraid to get on touchier subjects. And I do really, really appreciate the sense of dread that I get when I was reading it. Because during the first few chapters or so, I was reading it and looking after the main character. And I was like, man, these people, all these characters, like, they're, they're pretty cool characters. I kind of grew to like them a little bit. Even though I barely felt like I scratched the surface of knowing what all was contained within the character. On, like, surface level, you know, at the very least, I was like, oh, this is cool. Whenever we get back to these people, it'll be fun. We'll get to, like, learn some more. Um... Because a lot of the time we're following around the dead. Um, now the father here, he's doing his thing. He has a pretty unique ability that's revealed a little later on in the book. And it's it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Um, the way they illustrated it was even cooler. Um, his father had an even doper ability, man. I really loved the way his looked. I really wanted to see more of his ability. Um, and that was cool and uh the villains and stuff like that that were within the story these villains are crazy interesting i haven't seen a villain like this yet and 
the fact is, like, it's not even, like, I feel like most people see the, like, villains and stuff like that in comics, and they're just like, oh, man, look at him, he's, he's ultra strong, he does this, he shoots beams, and all this bullcrap, or whatever, just, like, different villains with just, like, I feel like a lot of villains just consist of straight, just, like, raw power in some way, shape, or form. This one, he does have raw power. He does have the ability to prove and hold his own in a matter of, like, physical confrontations and stuff like that. But the fact that he doesn't have to is the best thing to me about this guy. Um, the, volumes, uh, the volume is called The God of Whispers, and that is a is a rightfully earned name man like for real um the guy's powers um they refer to the guy as the mud king uh within the story and the villain yeah the villain is referred to as the mud king within the story and this guy's powers man like they're they're slimy dude <laughs> that dude like i can't i really don't want to get into it just because i just want people to read that but his powers, man, he has this weird, really weird way of just influencing and changing the minds and just conducting different, oh man, I don't know, this, this man's power has a really good, is a really good way of controlling a really, really large amount of people over a very, very, like, large domain like this man has the ability to do some pretty crazy things with his powers and i hope you i hope i'm not spoiling too much uh, but like it's a strong it's a strong ability i really feel he doesn't really need anything crazy when he has such an like an ability like that i feel like with that ability you can improvise and do a bunch of other stuff to handle any sort of business that you might need to handle with raw power that you might not have i feel like his ability is very um able to adapt to most situations and it does by the way um anything that he does need handled with any sort of raw power he does have a son also within this um and he's crazy strong he has a very unique power and that thing is if i ever got killed like that that would suck um <laughs> that dude that dude is very interesting he's on the front page so you'll see him flying in the background but yeah um yeah it's just a it's just a really really solid story it's driven by emotion it's pretty it gets a little dark sometimes you know the dread and the heavy weight of the story and the different moods and things like that caused by the main uh villain here are felt and they're felt strong really really strong because of how strong this guy is in a way um so I enjoyed that. It was a really, really interesting uh, thing. So everybody within this like universe or whatever this thing is has unique abilities, really great character design, and just just really good character like base characters. You know, so far like I actually want to know more about pretty much every person that I've met so far within the story, and. It's going to be a shame one of the days that I find out, like, this person is strictly a side character and will never get a background story. Because, <laughs> like, a lot of, like I said, a lot of them I'm actually, like, genuinely interested in and I want to know more about. Like, if I, w I wouldn't be too mad if I, like, opened up some of the other volumes and stuff like that and I got a few solo stories with these people in it. Because, again, I want to know 
what these people did before they were involved in all this mess and all the trouble that's happening in this first volume. Um, that's it on that first or the second volume here. Last but not least is this single issue. Now, like I said, I usually run into the comic shop and, you know, pick up one or two of the things that I know for sure that I want or I have a list of at home, something that I want. I try and run in and get two of those things and then a few random like first issues, second issues, whatever, just to see if I can get like some taste testers, you know, just some things to be like, oh, I read the first issue of that that was dope. Let me go back and, you know, brush up on the rest of it, you know. Um, so that's what I like to do. I try and go in there and give me two volumes of something that I'm already reading or I've been wanting to read forever. And then I just go to the single issues or the brand new releases and I just, you know, scoop them all up and see what I feel like reading next. Um, so like I said, I picked up, uh, Man Bat, which is a DC, um, what's his face, which is of course, hope, well, some of y'all might know that's a Batman villain. He has his own little, uh, spinoff story right now so I picked up Man Bat and I also picked up Demon Days for X-Men and I love this Man Bat art by the way he looks kind of derpy and it's it's really funny um but yeah I picked up Donny Cates villain Man Bat and Demon Days for the X-Men but this last one that I picked up was called oh yeah and this is by uh, Image Comics also like this last one and I'm not gonna lie to you guys if you guys are tired of Marvel and DC in every way that I am and well not every way there's a lot of ways I'm kind of tired of them but you know I'm not gonna get into it but if you're tired of those two check out Image Comics man they have a good deal of just different characters and protagonists and heroes and all this other stuff that are in some like they're they they're really interesting people for real like they don't do the whole, whole traditional like I got super strength, I'm a superhero, I'm a this and that. Some of the people that they center their stories around are genuinely bad people. Some of these people don't categorize themselves as heroes, and then some of them do. And that's kind of like the unique type of thing, I feel like, with um, Image. A lot of their um, you know, a lot of their storylines are so out of the box and crazy in a weird way. Um that draws you in a lot of the time the art style might be different the characters like main like plot point or like power might be just out of this world and that's the thing that ends up drawing you in and by the time you're in you realize that their characters are almost always just crazy just solid people that you actually want to know about i remember the first time i read an image comic was back in like high school um and it was i read this thing called haunt and it was about a preacher that um, got some, he had some weird thing, something happened, I think his brother died or something, and he ended up gaining these weird spiritual powers and all this other stuff, and you guys need to read that. I got a few volumes of that sitting on my shelf right now. I want to find the rest of that series and read that too, but I read a good deal of it. Um, but yeah, man, like, it was about a preacher that wasn't the holiest man in the world somehow but he ended up becoming this really dope character that fought crime and all that. well not i don't even well i mean i guess he did fight crime in a way but like 
like I said, Image Comics characters are genuinely different. No one's not not often, not very often, are they just strictly just a hero and a leader of justice and this, this, and that, you know. So yeah, check out Haunt by or that's by Image Comics and stuff. But this one, after that long tangent, is also by Image, and it is called. It is called. I was calling it the wrong thing this whole time. Um, I guess it's called Giger. I was calling it Grieger for some reason. Giger. Um, who knows? I might be saying that wrong. Probably am. It's spelt G E I G E R. Um, and on the front of it, it has like a hooded uh, figure with a skull for the face. Um, I really, really like this one. This was just the first issue thing, and I'm planning on going back and getting as many issues of this as I can. Um, this opened up mad interesting. I really, really liked it. Uh, the art style itself is pretty nice. It looks like it's kind of inspired by like some older like style um, that you don't always see nowadays. This one's on the this art right here is a little on the grittier side with some of the ha uh, cross hatching and things like that. Um, little rough around the edges type art, not in a bad way. It's not like a dirty rough type like thing. Like I know I just said rough around the edges, but you know, it's it's a smooth look. But the art itself kind of like allows itself to be jagged and kind of rough in a way. Um, yeah, the scene opens up with a family. Um, well, well, it actually opens up with a TV shot. Something's happening on the news, and next you know, it's kind of like a family kind of like scrambling. I think they're panicking about whatever's happening on the news. Um, you know, the whole doomsday prepper thing. It looks like it's kind of one of those scenarios where they're like, bruh, something's happening. We need to get to our bunker and, you know, hunker down for right now until whatever happens blows over. Um, they're doing their thing. And, you know, of course, with this being an image comic story, some things uh, decide to pop off. Um this guy right here goes through a horrific scene <laughs> um, while getting harassed by some neighbors uh, trying to get his family and stuff like that into the bunker. Uh, that was wild, by the way. I love the way this looks. I'm looking at it right now. Um, an explosion of sorts kind of happened and some things ended up developing la uh, later. There's a time skip and it ends up following these three guys are in hazmat suits and things like that and this kind of lets you know that whatever took place that however many years ago probably changed the environment quite a bit to where you know these people have to wear these suits and things to make sure they're not like you know hurting themselves while they're out there so that was kind of interesting they stumble upon something it looks like somebody might be living out there but you know they aren't expecting to run into anybody like this and it just so happens to be um, one of the people, you know, that we saw towards the beginning. Um, part of that family that I was talking about. Now, like I said, it opens, uh, the way the front thing has like this look of this dude with the hooded figure and a skull. This guy ends up getting some dope abilities from whatever the heck happened. I don't even think he got it from that specifically. Like something else probably could have happened that I have no idea about. But I do know that... This whole little first issue, 24 pages or however many might be sitting in here, really drew me in, man. This character, this design looks cool. Um, 
this environment's great, this story and opening sequence and stuff like that does just enough to make you be like, bro, what the heck's about to happen? And it keeps you going and turning, right? Um, yeah, man, this, this thing is definitely a different type of um, experience than what I was hoping for, or what not hoping for, but what, what I was uh, expecting. Which is cool, because I wasn't expecting much. I was just like, hey, it's a random issue, has a skull in the front, let's go. And ended up finding some new pool protagonist type character on the front. Like I said, I'm getting the vibe that this dude isn't some crazy cool hero. But whenever I saw him turn on whatever ability or whatever the heck he turned on in the middle of the book, I was pretty much down. <laughs> like, this dude looks crazy cool he turns his thing on his body's glowing or whatever and he has these like baton sticks type things kind of like uh wait screamer sticks i think that's what they're called the things that nightwing uses and then um yeah he starts going to town to fight people um it's a really dope scene i do feel like you guys should check this out right after that fight scene and stuff like that there's a scene kind of like this um uh it kind of gives the reader a realization of just how long it's been since the beginning scenes of the comic and lets you know kind of just how long this character has been in a way suffering and waiting for a certain event or a certain thing to um, either happen or to be done with type of thing. Um, he's got a dog, you know, so he, he, he's not all alone in this whole, in this whole ordeal, but it's a, um, I can kind of tell that this is going to be a uh, sadder plot, plot point later on, but I don't think they're going to be covering it immediately. They do establish factions also within this first uh, issue, which immediately made me pretty darn excited. I saw that. I was like, oh, you guys are already like trying to set up like what we're supposed to be like um, looking forward to, like um, as in like antagonist wise. I feel like usually you kind of get to the end and you're like, okay, there's our next problem or whatever. But we basically get to the end and we almost get like a map, like a map out almost. It looks like an amusement park or something. And it looks like it's basically showing you like, hey, yo, these are all the people just in the general vicinity of this little area over here that he may or may not have to sit here and deal with later on. And all of these characters look very interesting. When I tell you, like, I feel like I'm reading some like alternate like or spin-off version or something of like a fallout game or something like that for anybody that plays fallout that's almost the vibe i'm getting this is very almost like post-apocalyptic story type thing um there's a there's like a vegasy looking area or something like that going on so it's very like it's very much uh reminded me of my playthrough of like fallout new vegas when i was a kid um so yeah if anybody really likes fallout I feel like you, you'd probably like this comic. Um, that's the type of vibe I'm getting from it. Um, this, this is, a, I feel like this is a read. This is a definite read. Um, if you guys just happen to be chilling in a comic shop and you see this uh, Giger or whatever, Giger, however you say this, um, sitting on a shelf, it's an Image Comics read by Geoff, or Geoff, I'm stumped, Jeff Johns, Gary Frank, and Brad Anderson. Um, yeah, man, please, please, please pick it up. If you're into kaijus and all that good stuff, please, please check out Monsters Unleashed. And if you're just looking for an all-around 
good art, good story, good characters. You don't mind a little bit of a dark themes and stuff like that. You're looking for a pretty solid villain, like a pretty solid villain. Please, please, please check out Seven to Eternity. But yeah, with that being said, I hope you guys enjoyed, man. I feel like I might have sped through this a little faster than usual, but if not, hey. Um, thank you again for just stopping by and listening to me, you know, rant about or talk about comics and stuff like that. Um, I plan on doing a lot more of these, hopefully. And again, I hope you guys enjoy it. Hope you're having a great day, you know. Do your thing. Keep doing you. And, you know, read comic. (laughs) Yeah, I guess that's all I got to say on that one. Hope you guys have a great one, and PB1.